Flying Bull Productions presents Laugh, Literature, and Film. All right, it's the good stuff. Nashville High School Laffy Award Podcast. End of the year. These are the. This is our award show. This is our award show. Don't you see the statues on the table? Yes. We'll be handing out our uh, items of awards, the Laffy Awards. <laughs> Jurassic Park. All right. Uh, why are you spoiling? <laughs> is it running? No, we're going to have to actually start over, I think. Oh, I didn't think you had started. Yeah, I don't know how you want to, if you want to come up with your own laughies or not. But oh, no, I think just I gonna, can just go ahead and chime in. No, I think I can just go ahead and you can head on down the road. Oh, really? You're going to leave? Well, yeah, I don't I don't know anything about this. I don't. I'm not oh, stick around. It won't take long. It's fun. I just had Jurassic Park because I only saw one 3D movie in theaters. <laughs> You saw that in theaters? I saw it last year, but I'm oh. just going to let it win again. <laughs> Most annoying fellow film watcher. <laughs> All right, so this is the good stuff. The Laugh Podcast, Mitchville High School. I'm your host, The L-Trade. to me. Mr. Registar is our co-host over there, our special co-host. He's going to chime in. Possibly. Over here, we have Mr. Two Frames Bull, who will begin our show. Pleasure as always. With the first category and the first award for the 2014 Laffies. Uh, the first uh, award category will be a Biggest Disappointment. Ooh. This is the film that I uh, was most looking forward to, and it let me down the most. All right. The um, nominees are Gone Girl. Willow Creek, VHS Viral, 301, and uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. All right. In the winner, Willow Creek. <laughs> Movies that no one has ever heard of. Uh, Willow Creek is uh, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. It's his Bigfoot. Bigfoot uh, movie. Yeah, Lord. horror movie. It's been playing on the film festival circuit for about two years. I heard him talk about it. On the Joe Rogan show, I really like some of his uh, other films, like World's Greatest Dad, right. uh, Shakes the Clown, and so you, I Hated Willow Creek. Well, um, It has a 17-minute scene of a couple inside a tank, or inside a tent, as Bigfoot's like stomping around outside, and people uh, say it was one of the scariest scenes of the year, and I was disappointed. It's still, I almost fell asleep. During this movie. During that 17-minute yeah. uh, stretch? Oh, it was so it's bad. everything that's bad about the Blair Witch Project with Bobcat Goldthwait as a director. <laughs> and Bigfoot. Writ large. My biggest disappointment of the year, uh, I gave new titles to these movies as I was watching them. <laughs> these are movies I was looking forward to seeing, and then I didn't get to see. I, they didn't really pull it off. And you didn't get to see them? I didn't. No, I, I saw all these movies. I didn't like any of them, though. Neighbors, which I call nay, boars. <laughs> Godzilla. Okay. Odd choices. Us. I was looking forward to, to Godzilla and wasn't. It didn't pull it off for me. Snowpiercer, or as I like to call it, No Piercer. 
Sin City a Dame to Kill For, which I renamed as Sin City a Lame to Kill For. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is also the dawn of the beginning of me not watching any more Planet of the Apes movies. All those movies were disappointments for me this year. But probably the biggest disappointment for me was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Because I was really looking forward to that movie. More so than any of these other movies. And it really let me down. Had one good thing in it, but that one good thing only gave it a 1 out of 10. There's a one long shot where an ape takes over a tank. They, they do an interesting part. They do an interesting thing with that. But anyway, that was my biggest, biggest disappointment of the year. There were a lot of them. I had a lot of disappointments this year. Ooh, didn't like that no piercer. Should have been good. It was horrible. Hated it. Well, I actually have two, having just looked over my list. And I can do them in order. Yeah. Because I do know which one it was the biggest disappointment. And this might surprise you, number two on my list was Interstellar, even though it made my top ten. Ooh, you were expecting a lot more out of it. I was so excited about seeing this movie, I'd really looked forward uh, to it. And I Chris thought Moulton? it was going to be, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I've liked every movie mm-hmm. of his that I've seen Yeah, very, very, very much. I think he's incredibly talented. And I expected so much more out of this movie. I was very disappointed. Hmm. Not enough to hate it, um, but... It was definitely a yeah. disappointment. What was your other one? My, uh, my, my other one was Exodus, Gods, and Kings. Believe it or not, I was very excited about seeing that movie. I was really looking forward to it. And it was awful. It was so awful. You could have gone with uh, the Registar. It was. Yeah, I still want to see it. But mm. now... Oh, God. It's so bad. I almost saw it the other night. It's so bad. It's offensive. Save your pennies. Yeah, or wait shuttles. for video. Don't see it in a movie theater. Don't waste your money unless they're giving the tickets away. So this doesn't help Ridley be the better Scott? It was and a, I like Ridley Scott. I've liked almost all of his movies that I've seen. Well, he's not the best Scott. But it's this a terrible, a terrible movie. The Scott vs. Scott podcast that we did. I actually... I didn't know there was a Scott versus Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott and his versus brother... Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Oh, okay. All right. I had Tony Scott. I think I won. <laughs> One of your reasons was I think they're both good and they make different films. I think it's hard to put them up against each other, but yeah. Judge for yourself. And I really like Noah. Yeah, Noah. I was expecting a lot from this movie. I really thought it was going to be amazing, and it was really terrible. My, I'm guessing that Exodus: Gods and Kings was a rough draft for David, which Ridley Scott is also doing, which is supposed to come out in 2000. 17 maybe this is after he does Blade Runner 2 supposedly supposedly he's working on that and I heard Blade Runner 2 Harrison Ford said that was his best the best script he's ever read oh wow and then he's supposed to do Prometheus 2 is he directing that or is he just producing it I didn't that was one of the few movies of his that I really didn't like it was another that was probably my biggest letdown for a year or two ago yeah Yeah. a movie I really looked forward to and I just thought it was no there you go trying too hard to like tie back into aliens that didn't work another category sure you, what, what's your next category there? all right this this one you, you gotta think about it a little bit but this is the best sequel that improves on the original so this is one of the Ooh, you know, normally people say the sequel's not as good as the original right okay this is the movie that the sequel is better than the original all right improves the best so uh nominees the raid 2 right x-men days of future past Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, 
and Captain America the Winter Soldier. Alright. In the winter, Captain America the Winter Soldier. I thought it okay. was infinitely better than the original film. Where I think, you know, the Raid 2 is better than the Raid, but right. not one's as an much. Eight, one's a 10. Yeah. One's a 9, one's a 10. Right. All right. But I think Captain America, that might be the best Marvel film that they've done so far. I had, uh... You liked it better than The Avengers? Yeah, I liked it better than It's not than better Avengers. than Guardians of the Galaxy. The problem with Guardians of the Galaxy is it didn't really feel like a superhero movie. It, Which is it, probably why I liked it. Yeah, it felt like science fiction, I don't know, some like Star Wars-ish. Or, yeah, Indiana Jones, we gotta go get something from the evil people. I, I liked it, but it didn't feel like a superhero film. This is a war that was given out previously. Okay. It's the best movie that I fast-forwarded through. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand watching it anymore. I don't even know why I did it. So you guys don't have the same categories. No. Nah, the no. Laffies are freeform. Although there is some overlap. For me, the best movie that I fast-forwarded through the ending, which I actually really enjoy this movie, but it didn't make my list of top ten. I had to give it this special award. Well, if you fast-forwarded through it... Yeah, it shouldn't have made my list. And it didn't. Under the Skin. I really like that movie. But you fast-forwarded? How can you fast say I really through liked it if you I, didn't actually I don't know. watch it? I don't know how I can say it. I wanted to see how it ended, but I didn't want to stay awake <laughs> to watch it. It's very slow. Oh, slow, slow, slow. But the score is awesome. I love the score. I love everything that it does, except for be too slow for me to watch in real time. Wow. It was a great movie, though. I think uh, Ryan Johnson said it was the best film of the last decade. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. But it is the best film that I fast-forwarded through the last decade <laughs> without watching anything. So that was a previously awarded uh, Laffy. I like it. I just thought of one. All right. Since we're freeforming it. You want to hand out a laugh? Although I can't say best. What is the... All right. Sequel that wasn't actually a sequel, but it really was. All right. And that was Into the Storm, which is really, (laughs) if they were being honest, a sequel to Twister. All right. But they didn't call it a sequel. They wanted to pretend it was an original movie, but I'm sorry. It was really a sequel to Twister. I didn't even see the way it came in. Twister meets... It's not a movie you would see. I love disaster movies, so... The minute I know a disaster movie's coming, I'm going to see it, even if it's horrible. And I've seen some really terrible ones. I'm not saying this was great movie. Believe me, I'm not. The best. I would. That's why I said I don't want to say sequel, best. That's not really a sequel. But it's when I looked over my list, it's a sequel that's not calling itself a sequel, but it should call itself it's Twister Two. Better, uh, better than um, Exodus: Gods and Kings for disaster. Because you don't get much more disastrous than... Yeah, because I thought the way he did the Parting of the Red Sea was pretty stupid, actually. Oh, I was thinking about the locusts and stuff. Oh, well, the plagues are pretty incredible. I actually... That was one of the, one of the few parts of the movie that I actually enjoyed. It was interesting to see how he twisted himself around trying to make it founded in reality, not the Bible. He tried to come up with... Ways in which those could be based in the real world. I read a book on that once. It was kind of interesting. Well, that's what he tried to do, is even though it's based on the Bible, he Uh. tried to ground it in reality. And I thought it was pretty successful 
in many ways. Well, there are. I mean, like the Party of the Red Sea thing right. just was not incredible. I like that in uh, Noah. Two religious movies, they kind of remove God from the story. You like that? Well, God's you a like character in God. that. No, God's a character in Exodus. They didn't remove it's a year old oh, boy. Yeah, he's played by a little kid. Oh, I didn't. That's why that they don't. A little boy with a British it. accent. They're it's not showing it in Morocco. Bizarre. Oh, okay. Um, big controversy there. Morocco, well, Egypt, no, like and God. Uh, the United they Emirates. Really there are three countries God. that abandoned. But now. you're not really sure how much. He's yeah, it's either stuff. there or it's not. It's agnostic more than atheist. Yeah, it's uh, similar to what they did in Troy, taking the gods out of it. Yeah. All right. So, I like it. Um, I don't think he tried to take God out of it. I think he just tried to... Make it plausible? Yeah, make it plausible. How might this happen in reality versus in a story? Mm -hmm. But God was definitely in the story, not just as a character. I mean, it's... Cool. It is still grounded in the, the text. In many ways. Um, Even though it's terrible. Next category. Don't see it. Uh, best fight scene. Alright. Nominees. The Raid 2 for the Prison Yard fight. Um, Captain America 2 for Captain America versus George St. Pierre. The early fight on the boat. I didn't see it. Um, I did see Captain America 2, but I, I went in late. I uh, missed that part it. of it. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching that. Uh, Godzilla. Godzilla versus the Mutus. That last fight seems pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, John Wick, the nightclub shootout. All right. Best yeah. fight scene? Best fight scene? 2014 Laffy goes to? No surprise here. The Raid 2. <laughs> you, there are about five fight scenes in that movie that could have made that list. Oh, yeah. Better than any of the things in Godzilla. I think I chose the prison yard because... Uh, during the summer when I had a bunch of uh, my old high school friends down here, I showed them just that scene. Right. Because I'm like, you got to go watch this Indonesian film. And they're like, nah, nah, can't watch that. I said, let me show you 10 minutes of the film. And I just showed them that scene. And they're like, holy crud, this is amazing. I have never seen an action movie be this good. Well, I mean, I would say that they won up that scene with the... With the... Uh, um, Scene in the uh, <sighs> nightclub. Okay. The nightclub scene, which actually that may have made my scene of the year, but it didn't. It was close. It, it's on the uh, if you go to the laugh or the literature and film YouTube channel, mm -hmm. you'll see uh, the scenes of the year broken down for uh, this award show. Or whatever. Anyway, that's on there, too. You can check that out. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> you'll see the Ray, too. I don't know if you'll see the prison yard scene. Pretty cool stuff, though. Mm -hmm. Filmed in the mud. Yeah, it took them like, close to a month to do it. Good stuff. So, uh, award for you? Biggest surprise. Ooh. There's some nominees here that are uh, on here for different reasons. I have... Interstellar was surprising that I didn't like it that much. Because I, I kind of thought that I would. I was looking forward to seeing it. And then as I was watching it, I was looking forward to to end. Right there with you. I was surprised that Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't, uh, or was as good as I it turned out to be. Because I don't normally like Marvel movies. I don't normally like superhero movies. And I mean, it was a science fiction movie, but... 
Um, it was it was a pretty good movie going experience for me. Mm-hmm. This is where I leave you. Uh, was in my top three movie going experiences of the year, and I had no, I had absolutely no. That's a movie. Hope for it moving in. Yeah, and then we all went together. Uh, Whiplash. I wasn't. I was kind of surprised that I liked it as much as I did because my number two movie of the year, maybe my in my top ten of the last ten years. Wow. But I was most surprised by, and the winner is How to Train Your Dragon Part Two. <laughs> it wins another award. It wins it a Lassie Award. It is wow. surprising. I love that movie. Love and me some How to Train Your Dragon. Let alone liked it. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie, man. Reminds me of my relationship that I have with my pet. Only my pet doesn't fly and breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> Although some people might say that he comes close to being as destructive. So, that's my Laffy Award for biggest surprise of the year. Wow. The one that came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere, and it's big, big, big scene. Big, big movie. Big, big award winner. What do you think the Laffy Award looks like? Could you describe it for, <laughs> for the podcast audience? The statuette that I'm holding here. It's a pair of dentures on top of a book. Kind <laughs> <sighs> of, Slightly open. Be sending that to the, side. to the dragon. I like it. Um, I think the next category is uh, really, really. This is how it ends. <laughs> um, nominees: The Imitation Game, Gone Girl, based on the audience's reaction that we saw it with, because most of the people in the theater had not read the book, right? And they were surprised when the credits started to roll. And then uh, Birdman. I was really surprised by the last shot of the film, that that's where they decided to end it. All right. And uh, what you make of uh, Emma Stone's It's actually That's actually an interesting conversation to be able to have in a spoiler-free atmosphere. Should we talk about it, or did it not win your award? What won? I, I think it's The Imitation Game. With, you didn't like the ending of it? I didn't like the ending with them burning all their work. It like cheerfully burning. Yeah, it's right at the end and then um the little epilogue right. of what happened to Turing. I don't like movies that have the, the scroll at the end. There Plus parts uh, of that apparently movie they there. got a lot of the information wrong in that little epilogue. Huh. Yeah, uh they do that in Unbroken too. They they come in with a with a scroll at the end. <laughs> Um, that movie Unbroken about um, long distance runner or no he was a miler in the 1936 Olympics as a, spent some time in a prison Japanese prison war camp and he uh, escapes or whatever something happens I, I'm not going to explain it. he doesn't escape but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody that hasn't seen it uh, but he makes it through the war and at the end, they show a picture of him. He looks just like Kirk Douglas. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like 80 years old or whatever. So, Did you feel any of the Coen's presence in the film? No. Since they did a lot of the, um, the writing right of the film? No. It was tight, but also sprawling. The Coen's did the writing of what? Uh, Unbroken. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, they went oh. in and did the rewrite. I was apparently. surprised that Angelina Jolie did such a good job with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought that she would be that even-handed with. 
I mean, there's always a, a blame America bent to some Hollywood, mm-hmm. and she's she's all about Hollywood. But I, 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 she's she's an enigma, and I think she did an admirable job with Unbroken. But I read one correct. They said she may not be a great director, but she knows how to assemble talent. She's got the Coen Brothers writing it. She's got the cinematographer f- from uh, No Country for Old Men. And the writer of the book that's all based on is the woman who wrote Seabiscuit. Hello, Brand, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she really had some top-notch talent working with her. One would argue that she would have to have <laughs> Laura Hillenbrand as part of the story. Since but, I mean, to her... pick these people and to get them to be willing to come along. To pick along that as her source material, I think is what he's saying. Like Helen Brand doesn't have to let Angelina Jolie go and direct her film. She's agoraphobic. She, she, she doesn't leave her house. Yeah. She has like a fibromyalgia or some like hideous kidney disorder or something like that. She hardly ever leaves the house. She can barely move. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an interesting person. Laura, Laura Hillenbrand, writer of Unbroken. So, there you go. I don't know what award that was. The really, really, this is how it ends. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought Imitation mean. Game should have been 10 minutes longer. 10 minutes longer? Yeah, they could have tied up 20 minutes stuff. shorter. They could have ended it with, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, I could see it being 20 minutes shorter, but I think that there's some interesting stuff that turned it after the war, and I wish they'd spent more time with it. All right. And Birdman could have ended 15 minutes earlier. Yep, I agree with so. that. But the and the actual end of Birdman does bring about some interesting things yep. that we could talk about. Future podcast. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me do more Laffy Awards here. Ooh. Most annoying thing. The most annoying movie-going experience this year, 2014. Laffy. Which ironically was one of, at the same time, one of my best movie-going experiences of 2014. Interesting. Both at the same time? Yeah. So it pulled you out of the film, but it was entertaining in a way? Well, the movie... The film was so good that... The movie was good? distractions of... Something how to train your dragon too when the little kids were going. Why is that old man sitting by himself? <laughs> it's a creepy old man. No, I saw how, how to drag how to train your dragon part two. I was the only one in the theater. I was like Howard Hughes. I don't know if that's more creepy. <laughs> it's decidedly well, no one less else creepy. Watching. It's decidedly less creepy than it being is, an old definitely. man with a bunch of little yes. kids. But you you think the people working at the movie theater are like, why that guy buy a ticket for this film? Like, <laughs> no, I don't think they care. Uh, so my oxymoron of the year, the, one of the best movie going experiences I had was Calvary. One of the worst things that happened to me in the movie theater this year was when our friend Kyle bought a two gallon cup of coffee (laughs) and drank it through Calvary because who the crap drinks coffee in a movie theater? It's just the weirdest smell. Oh, I hate the smell of the coffee. He did that at Interstellar. He did that at Interstellar. He's a coffee-drinking fool. I was like, oh, my God. Here, And when he went with us at Interstellar, I made I made certain I didn't sit next to him. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, I, I sat on the other end of the theater. Oh, I sat four funny. rows away. That's funny. Yeah, I had to sit right next to that coffee. 
It's like watching a movie with Juan Valdez. Hmm. Yeah, oh, it was horrible. It gave me a headache. He doubled down on it. He he doubled down on the coffee too. He went back for more. He got a refill. He drank free, free refills. I, he did. He got a free refill. He I drank the coffee. Movie theater th- coffee is. It smells horrible. But then again, I don't like coffee smell. It smells anyway. like coffee. It smells like yeah. It's got a very distinct coffee smell. Huh. So, you and Dave share that he hates the smell of coffee. Ugh. I think he was at Calvary with us too. He wasn't oh, at, right. at Calvary with us. Big combination of interesting oxymorons. Oxymoron of the year. Hmm. Um, right. Anything else? Uh, best ending. Well, did, did you have did something? You, have did you come a, up with something over there, Mr. Uh, I have come up with three while we've been sitting yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have most underrated, and you uh, might be surprised or not. Um, I think the movie Tammy, I didn't understand why it was so maligned critically. Huh. I'm I not arguing that it's a great it. movie, but I think it's a fairly standard, maybe somewhat formulaic comedy that also... Um, Gets a little bit sentimental towards the end. I certainly would not say it's any worse than. Do you think it's because she's other... a woman that did that? I, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't. Maybe because she um, said so many hits. Who is who is that? It, it's Melissa, uh, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I think there. I think there is something to the fact that she was the star and the writer. She needed to take her down a peg. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I enjoyed it. Again, I'm not arguing that it's a great violence. film, but I just don't understand why it was so maligned. I think it's a it's a pretty generic comedy. Any animal violence? That's better than... Uh, There's no animal violence. I don't film. think so. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm trying to remember. Do you see but the her and I, I don't like Melissa McCarthy much. I did like her in St. Vincent. Her and um, Susan Sarandon as her grandmother. It's... Yeah. It's a nice movie. I don't. I really don't understand why people thought it was so horrible because it's not underrated for it's me. Not drink, Train Your Dragon Part Two. <laughs> Actually, that I don't was think that's underrated. Yeah, that's right. It's ninety six percent. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's underrated. Yeah, yeah. But Tammy definitely it. was. All right. Not a great movie, but it's a pretty decent comedy as far as comedies go. But comedies are weird. Sometimes they hit you. You're in the right spot. Um, we all liked This Is Where I Leave You, and the critics did not care yeah, for right. it. And they, the critics love Neighbors. I, don't, I didn't like Neighbors at oh, all. Oh, and it also has one of the Duplass brothers as her, ends up being her boyfriend. Duplass brothers. Hmm. Yeah, um, they, they do a lot of movies. You should know who they None are. None of which we know. I, I recognize anything. them. Yeah, I can't think of anything right now, but all right. he shows up as a romantic lead, which is unexpected. Hmm. It's I, Honestly, I think you'd be surprised. That's better than you probably think it is. Again, I'm not saying it's a great film, but... If you're in the mood for a, a comedy, it's it's funny. It gets sentimental towards the end. It's I I, I think it's underrated. I think I've said Good all stuff. I need to say. All right. If it's got no animal violence, I'm in. I really Although don't think it does. most of my movies this year had animal violence, which is surprising. <laughs> I don't think it does. All right. Fair enough. And um, left? Uh, best ending. Since I oh, did that's worst right. endings, best endings. Uh, and these were endings that I thought really just helped round out the film. All right. Uh, change the way you viewed it. Uh, the Rover, Blue Ruin, uh, Cheap Thrills, and then The Signal. A very small sci-fi uh, film that uh, Lasky saw as well. Got to see that Cheap Thrills. Uh, Who did I see that with? Now that's driving me crazy. I saw Dave. it with someone. Could did I see Dave. it with Dave? Dave doesn't go to movies. Every once in a while he does. Oh, if you can, if he can get permission. Right. 
you can catch him on the right day and right. if you get permission he'll go he loves me <laughs> he loves seeing movies um the winner cheap thrills the, huh. the final shot of that film is great and i keep thinking about it all right it it, 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 it is darkly see darkly thrills. funny might have made my top ten. Very messed up, and I could see why this had to be a little indie film. No major studio would commit to that final shot. Oh, all right. Ooh, now I'm intrigued. So, um, All right. Well, I guess that brings us close to the end here. You got any more? Um, I have two more. And one I think you guys should join in on. All right. But this one is Biggest Waste of a Great Cast. Ooh, that's a good cast. Really good group of actors and actresses. So... Your expectations are higher because of the people in it. Uh, and the I have five movies listed. Oh, my God. Wow. That were a huge waste of great talent. All right. The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, whatever it was called, okay. part one. Nonstop. And I'm not going to argue for him because he's on my nerves, Liam Neeson. But oh. there are a lot of other really great people in that movie. The Best Supporting Actress winner was in it. Uh, Julianne Moore is in it. Non-stop. Wait a minute. What is that? Uh, it's the airplane movie. It's taken on a plane. Yeah. Yep. Oh, where he gets... It's got the, a great cast. The movie is not good. He gets the uh, is text message that says he's going to kill some people. Yeah, yeah it starts like off on it with a great premise, the, but then it... Ooh, it's got that Scoot McNary in it. Oh, does it? Yeah, I like that guy. Julianne Moore's in it, and the woman who won Best Supporting Actress Lupita at the Oscars Nyong'o. this year. Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. I couldn't think of her name. So it's the cast is great. Movie. The movie is not... No. Right, what else you got? The Giver, Meryl what? Streep and I, Jeff Bridges. That came and went. Yeah. Terrible movie. Well, Divergent. Based on a pretty good book. Good cast of actors. Jeff Bridges. Terrible uh, movie. The Giver, Meryl Streep, Katie Holmes. Taylor Swift. Well, I'm not arguing movie. for Taylor Swift. Alexander Skarsgård. I like that guy. He's in True Blood, right? Yeah. He's a, What's the other movie you said? Winter's Tale, which I just saw recently Ooh, on HBO. Yeah, I wanted to see that. No? I don't know. You might like it. I wanted to kill myself. Doesn't have a long Ed loved it. So it's 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 uh, magic realism. What? It has a longer title title than that, right? It's like the New York's uh, Winter's Tale. Or oh something. yeah, it does have a longer something title. real odd, but generally it was referred to as a Winter's Tale. It's called yeah. Boy, um, this is good a cast of actors, not a good movie. Here it just says Winner's Tale. Colin Farrell, William Hurt, Graham Greene. I'm not sure who I know that Graham Greene is. He's that, does he play like uh, Indians? I don't. I have no idea. Russell Crowe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith? Jessica Brown Finley. I thought Will Smith was in there in a cameo. <gasps> oh, you're right. He is. I'm sorry. I forgot about Will that. Smith in I'm Winner's Tale? I hated it. Yeah. I couldn't wait He's for not listed here. There. Well, he's a surprise cameo. Yeah, it's, and it's not much it's of a like surprise Kevin for anyone Spacey who hasn't seen it that listens to the Laugh Podcast. No longer a surprise. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, I like that Jennifer Connelly. I told you, it's a great cast. Yeah, that's I, why I wanted I to see it. this should be a good movie. Turned out not like so it. much. I huh? personally did not. Yeah. All right. All right. And I gave my award to Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah, I'm, I'm off the Hunger Games. I'm That's, off the Hunger Games. I'm off the Planet of the Apes. I've just, I've but it is a good it. cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. Julianne Moore. It's a good right. cast. Uh, Big waste of talent. Uh, Julianne Moore is like the queen of disappointments. Although she might win an Oscar this year for a movie I have yet to see. Still Julia. Uh, About Alzheimer's. Yeah, I'd nominate uh, Men, Women, and Children. Um, oh, did Sandler. you see it? Yeah. 
Oh, because I actually kind of wanted to see it. Now. We almost I, went to go I know, see you it. wanted to go see it, and I didn't want to see it, yeah, and now yeah, I kind of want to see it. But it, you think it's a big waste? I thought the cast was much better than the movie. Um, Jason Bateman? Well, that's a different award. Well, a waste of a good cast? No, you just said the cast is better than the movie. That's a different award well, well, than the, the waste ca- of a good cast. Is really good. Because I'm talking about bad movies. That's but why it's, I asked you if it was bad. Oh, what's the movie? Sound like you thought it was women. Bad. What's it called? Women, women, women and Children. children uh, Ivan Reitman. It didn't or sound Jason like, Redman. Didn't sound like you thought Not it was Redman. terrible. There's no Redman. Reitman. Reitman. <laughs> Ivan's son. Uh, Ivan who died this year. Elgert. Uh, Jennifer Gardner, Judy Greer. Yeah, it has a good cast. Dean Ooh, Norris it's got that from J.K. Breaking Simmons Bad. In it. You, you'll, if you like Dean Norris, you're going to have to go watch Breaking Bad. That and J.K. Simmons. I like that J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I like that you put that in front of his name. The, the weirdest yeah. thing, uh, the movie is very graphic in some of its discussions, and the narrator is Emma Thompson. So she's got this very British voice as she's describing some very foul things you can find on the internet and that people do. And Nice use of juxtaposition, yeah. I would assume. Uh, well, I think the cast is better than the movie is a different award, personally. All right. Is that the one you want us to chime in on? No, no. I was going to say worst film of the year. Out of what you saw. That oh, was okay. released this year. Worst mm-hmm. film. All right, let's do that. Because we've done a lot of bests. I don't know that we've done... I mean, you've done a couple worsts, but... Well, let's do worst let's do, film. If you had to name a worst film after what you saw, okay, for the Laffy Award, and some of these obviously would be pretty close, but I have a worst one. The, the Laffy Raspberry Award for worst film of the year. I know what my uh, yeah previously awarded <laughs> <laughs> in the afternoon during our technical Raspberry Award winner, No Piercer. Hated that Snowpiercer. Ooh. Oh, wow. Crawled oh, I didn't really it. It. Yeah, I got I a 2 out of 10. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I mean, I didn't love yeah, it. I didn't like anything I thought it was an interesting idea. No ones. And it had some interesting visuals. Hmm? No 1 out of 10s. I didn't have any ones. So no. you're, you're keeping some room in the basement for some films to fall into. I guess I like the conceit of Snowpiercer, but I, I didn't like anything else about it. I didn't like any... I didn't like any... That nothing to recommend it, and I, and I know, I think that it's the one of the movies that everybody else kind of loves. Not everybody, apparently, nobody really at this table, but all the critics just kind of like, this is a ninety-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, or you know, ah, thumbs way up. Mm-hmm. Like, no, wow, no piercer, no award. No, you oh, win the Laffy for worst movie of the year for me. I'd have to put up Willow Creek, the Bigfoot film I talked about. Is that a one? Yeah, um, but probably the movie that people saw or have heard of, I, Frankenstein, with Aaron Eckhart. I did not see I it. I it. saw it. That was horrible. Yeah, I figured. No, I took the, the Mr. Lasky's advice in terms of if you think you're not going to kind of watch like a movie, then don't go see it. <laughs> then you lose the surprise. So yeah. I think the biggest surprise for me were movies that I wasn't like afraid to go watch, right? I just either really liked them or really didn't like them. But it wasn't like, uh, begrudgingly I went to go see him. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Lasky seems to think that I don't like movies at all. I hate everything. But I have a lot of nines and tens. This is a very different podcast, or at least discussion, than I've had with you in the past. Because usually... But I've been more discriminating about Usually what there's old country for old, no country for old men, and... <laughs> 
everything else. Yeah. And there's really not a whole lot in between. Yeah, I've watched Pretty a lot much of quality films. The last stuff. several years we've talked. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of been our discussion was. Well, I think well, I'm still waiting to see another No Country for Old Men. And yeah, although apparently Rover's the road, other ones yeah. you liked a lot, the folk yeah. music one. What was your worst film? My worst film is The Legend of Hercules. Now, there were two Hercules yeah, movies. Yeah, I was going to say, which one is that? I know, I had to look on my list because I wasn't sure. It was the one with Kellen Lutz as Hercules. Ooh, that's oh. kind of close to Lusk, so I can't say that that's was the that worst Was that the one directed movie. by Rennie Harlan? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, the, the two... <laughs> Rennie Harlan has... It wins the award If he for ever was a respected movie. filmmaker, I can't imagine he is now. The Laffy Award was, for Worst Hercules And movie. I saw both Hercules. The other one with uh, the, the Rock. The Rock was not really good, but it wasn't as bad as well, this one. This one was the... laughably bad, and the special effects were... It wasn't even a B movie. It was like a D-plus <laughs> movie. The special effects were so Ooh, bad. Ooh, a D-plus, though. That's good. It's it almost a C. Horrible. And I, the only reason I saw the whole thing was because I was watching with Ed. All right. Otherwise, I would have turned it off long before it ended. Right. It actually reminded us both a lot of the Spartacus TV series that they did on Stars that we watched for a little while. Actually, he watched the whole thing. I gave up about halfway through. Hmm. It became very repetitive. All right. But it was kind of in the same vein. Well, this is the big. This is the final big award for the Laffies, 2014. Ooh. Best scene. Ooh. I know you have some nominees uh, yeah. as well. For me, the best scene is I have five nominees. The diner scene in Blue Ruin, where he, he uh, admits to what he's done. Macon mm-hmm. Blair, or I think Macon is his name, and I can't remember the name of the kid in the movie. He admits to his sister what he's done, and then there's an ironic uh, instance that happens right away. It's, it's really good. Uh, in the movie Joe, Wade makes a friend. Wade is the father of uh, the Ty Sheridan character. And uh, he starts following this guy because he realizes he has some booze. And he follows him down to the riverbank and he tries to make friends with him. <laughs> very, very intense scene. Uh, Nightcrawler. There's, that whole movie is about negotiation. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of negotiation scenes. So I just put the negotiation scene. There's one... In particular, that I wouldn't recommend for our students that may or may not listen to the podcast, but there's one that's playing that's on the uh, YouTube channel that you can look at. Negotiation, car chase scene in the raid two. Ooh, I think uh, we're in agreement. Long take where uh, the camera goes through a car, and uh, there is a there, one of the camera operators is disguised as a seat. So the camera leaves one car, goes in, there's a fight going on in one car, it leaves that car, and the, sh- the shot goes into the car that's trailing it, goes through that car, and then they hand it off to another camera operator, and, and then he films a car going past, and it's just really, really intense choreography. And, hmm. and yeah. then uh, the rover, don't haggle with a guy that has no money. <laughs> It's my favorite scene of the year. That wins the Laffy Award for 2014. The Rover. Don't ha- haggle with a guy who has no money. Starring Guy Pierce and a Mitch. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Scene of the year. 
Uh, my nominees would be The Raid 2, The Car Chase. Right. I, just, I think the cinematography is great, and I think a lot of people miss it. You'd have to point it out to them. It's done so smoothly, and, on the, and on it the just fits the scene perfectly. Literature and film YouTube channel, you can see that. Um, John Wick, uh, his home defense. Okay. He gets into a great knife fight with a guy, and uh, they're fighting over one knife, and the way that they have to kind of shuffle around to make sure that they don't get the knife. Uh, cheap Thrills, uh, where the two characters auction for the right to cut off their finger and keep underbidding each other. Huh. All right, well... And then the winner, uh, because I'm a fanboy, is X-Men Days of Future Past. The Quicksilver prison kitchen Ooh, fight scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 he, yeah. you know, is going super quick. I thought yeah. that that was wonderfully inventive. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like that before. All right. Um, so really that enjoyed wins that. wins for best scene of the year. Yeah, if Quicksilver had been more of the film, I think I would have enjoyed X-Men a lot more. Right. Looking forward, then, to uh, seeing the Quicksilver standalone movie. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with his character in The Avengers 2. Okay. Um, he's going to be played well, a by... a different character, a different actor. Different so. actor. Yeah. Different And problems. you know the people doing Avengers 2, when they saw that, they went, oh, crud. Yeah. Now the audience is going to be expecting to. something and cool And The us. Flash, too. The television series The Flash has to try to live up to stuff like that. I think The Flash has been doing really well. I've been impressed by that TV Do you show. know The Father is played... I'm sure you know. The Father of The Flash is played by the man who was in The Flash TV show that was on about a decade ago. Oh, no. No, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah there was a Flash on TV. I remember that. A long time ago. I think in the 80s or yeah. 90s. It didn't last long. No, it didn't last long. I it think was, it was on a season and a half, maybe. The man playing his father played The Flash in that huh. short-lived version. Huh. Interesting. All right. I just thought of one more. All right. So the final Laffy Award of the oh, Year is going to go to the final one. Oh, you have a lot you haven't talked scene. about, don't you? Yeah, no, I don't have a best scene because I didn't know you guys were doing no, that. No, that's fine. But I was just looking at my list and thinking we're hand out the a Dendron. funny award the, would be the best reason to see the credits of the film and not watch the actual film. Ooh. Oh, all right. 22 Jump Street. Oh, the end credits are the best part of that movie. That's a shame because I, I saw really the best part of that movie. I didn't see. 22. I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was all right, but the credits were I, hilarious I, and I very didn't see smart. That might be why I had the movie ranked so high because that's what you leave the theater with. Yeah, the end well, credits. I, I are, left the theater after about a half an hour. Yeah, so, you saw Eleven Jump Street. Yeah, thanks for stealing my joke. So that was just something I thought of. As I, <laughs> I need to help with the math. This. You didn't talk about all yours, did you? Uh, some of those are fine. Well, and if people watch our top ten, I mean, they'll know what I pick as the best science fiction film or the best comedy. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to go into all that because this has been a long, long, strange trip through this <laughs> podcast. Uh, I can't believe you stole my joke. <laughs> It's made worse by the fact that I've said it before. Oh, you have? Yes. Use that one. I did see 11, Jump Street. <laughs> see? I think he, he missed it the first time I said it. Or you said it. When you said you didn't, it. Was, I was going to say, you didn't say it in my presence. Uh, I've said it before, but... It's good. I was only here for the iteration. All right. Iteration. So, the Laffy Award winners should be expecting their statuettes in the mail. We can get some more dentures because we didn't know that the Registar was going to chime in. We're yeah, glad that he was here. Nice surprise! It's a good Laffy <laughs> Awards this year. Awesome! I'd like to thank the co-hosts, the Mr. Two Frames Bowl over there. 
pleasure as always. Uh, and the Registar, Mr. Lasky. Thanks for the invitation. All right. So we will see you next year. Looking forward to 215. Oh, yeah. 2015. <laughs> 215. <laughs> that, that wasn't a very good year for movies. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Right? I think that they wrote the book of John. <laughs> they just finished the book of John. So, all right. Uh, for Mr. Two Frames Bowl and the Reggae Star, uh, Pox at Bonum, everybody. There be dragons. <laughs>